Writer Media Group original. Hello, everyone, and welcome in to the Versed Podcast. My name is John. Thanks for joining me in this daily pursuit to become more perceptive to what the Bible says. We are reading today Psalm 7. Quick, simple, powerful. Excited to dive in. Let's do it. It's all but guaranteed that someone at some point is not going to be happy with you. Someone will talk behind your back. Someone will say things that are untrue or unfair or accuse you of things uh, that you never did. And I'm sure there's probably memories flooding back to you now when I mention that. Maybe you're even in the middle of that, in the thick of it right now. So what do you do in those circumstances? What do you do when life is not fair? What do you turn to? Who do you turn to? Who do you vent to? Do you even do that? Or do you just bury it deep within you? You know, there's a model for what to do in these situations. It's in the Bible. And David, King David, experiences the same injustice and unfairness that we see every day. And it goes to the extreme. So in Psalm 7, we're going to see what he does with those emotions. So it says in the scripture that Psalm 7 is a shigeon of David. And of course, I had to look that word up. <laughs> and the closest people have come to defining this word is by saying it's a word that indicates a lyrical poem composed under strong mental emotion or a song of impassioned imagination accompanied with suitable music. Really, the key here in the consistencies is passion and that it is a musical term of sorts. So it was a prayer, this psalm, that was written and performed passionately. So diving deeper into our historical context, David is facing an accusation against him from a man named Cush, who was a Benjaminite, meaning he was from the tribe of Benjamin. It's likely that Cush was one of the men that King Saul, who was also from the tribe of Benjamin, used to hunt down David when Saul felt threatened by David. And it's been concluded by some scholars that Cush was actually a relative of Saul. And a quick a little note on Saul, just for more context, and I'm oversimplifying, but in case you don't know who Saul was, Saul was the king, the king of Israel at the time, and you know the story of David and Goliath. After David killed Goliath, David became this rock star, super popular, and Saul became jealous and threatened by him, and he just wanted to shut David down completely and went to some great lengths to do so. So that's within the context of what we're looking at here. In terms of when it was written, in a timetable, there's a couple thoughts here. Some believe that the psalm was written early on in David's life when Saul was pursuing him and trying to kill him. Cush uh, could have betrayed David, accused him of wrongdoing or something like that. Others believe that it was written years later when David actually was the king and David's son Absalom led a rebellion against his kingship. And as David was fleeing Jerusalem, there were people who were mocking him and ridiculing him. And they're thinking that Cush may have been a part of that. But who, whatever was going on, Cush was a person who made an unjust claim against David. That much is clear. 
and that this psalm is a response to injustice and unfairness. So with that context, let's prepare to read Psalm 7. I come to you for protection, O Lord my God. Save me from my persecutors. Rescue me. If you don't, they will maul me like a lion, tearing me to pieces with no one to rescue me. O Lord my God, if I have done wrong or I am guilty of injustice, if I have betrayed a friend or plundered my enemy without cause, then let my enemies capture me. Let them trample me into the ground and drag my honor into the dust. Arise, O Lord, in anger. Stand up against the fury of my enemies. Wake up, my God, and bring justice. Gather the nations before you. Rule over them from on high. The Lord judges the nations. Declare me righteous, O Lord, for I am innocent, O Most High. End the evil of those who are wicked and defend the righteous, for you look deep within the heart and mind, O righteous God. God is my shield, saving those whose hearts are true and right. God is an honest judge. He is angry with the wicked every day. If a person does not repent, God will sharpen his sword. He will bend and string his bow. He will prepare his deadly weapons and shoot his flaming arrows. The wicked conceive evil. They are pregnant with trouble and give birth to lies. They dig a deep pit to trap others, then fall into it themselves. The trouble they make for others backfires on them. The violence they plan falls on their own heads. I will thank the Lord because he is just. I will sing praise to the name of the Lord, Most High. So after reading that, that closing line, that last verse seems to come out of left field, doesn't it? David's running hot with this anger, righteous anger. He's frustrated. He's stressed out. And if you have an experience reading other Psalms of David and reading about David, we've seen him be humble before the Lord before. We've seen him confess his sins before, but that's not necessarily what he's doing here. He's actually confessing his own innocence. He's coming straight to God and saying, I'm not guilty. I have not done anything wrong to the point to where David's actually willing to be chastised if he has done anything wrong that he should be trampled by his enemies, overtaken by them. David so desperately wants God to uphold his righteous standards, even if that meant he was punished. You ever ever been there before? Have you ever wanted God's justice so bad over a situation? What David isn't saying is that he's not a sinner, but he's just talking about what's going on in this specific instance. And he goes further. Further than most of us are comfortable going, I would say, he actually asks God to judge him according to God's integrity. How many of us can confidently ask and implore God to judge us? (laughs) Knowing our own humanity and sinfulness, how can he just ask for that? Here's the reason why, and it's the beautiful thing about David. It's because David is appealing to God's character as the perfect, righteous judge. It's about God, not about David. That's why in verse 17, 
at the end, David can give thanks. He's thanking God for who he is, even in the middle of all that David is experiencing. And that's an amazing thing for us to try to hold on to today. It's clear that David isn't praying this silver linings prayer, right? This overtly positive, cheerful prayer in the hopes that God will save him. No. It's an impassioned, guttural crying out in his humanity while maintaining the eternal perspective and faith to trust God's character and making an appeal to him. So, back to our original question. What should we do when life is unfair? When people treat you like trash, when they betray you, when they disrespect you, when they dishonor you, don't push those feelings away. Trust God's character. Bring it to him and give an unexpected thanksgiving. Like we do every podcast, we set about a minute aside with some music playing to reflect on today's verses, on what was revealed, to meditate if you'd like, to just practice some breathing if you want, to pray to God, maybe give that unexpected Thanksgiving today and leave it all um, before him. Whatever you'd like to do with this minute, go for it, and then we'll talk on the other side. Thanks for checking out the podcast today. Thank you for spending time with the Verse podcast. If you wouldn't mind leaving a rating and a review in Apple Podcasts, that would be massive. Helps more people discover the podcast and creates context for those who want to check it out for the first time. If you want more resources to dive deeper in your own personal study or a link to my social media to connect with me, ask any questions that you have, everything you need to know is in the show notes. So check everything out there. Until we talk again, make hope louder. Peace out. We'll talk tomorrow.